This is a 980 CKNW podcast. All right, this story might have you asking a few questions, might even have you shaking your head. It comes out of Massachusetts, where a Massachusetts family says they are now looking for a new preschool. That because the four-year-old daughter in this family was barred from using the term best friend. And uh, this is a story where the mother, Christine Hartwell, was quoted as saying her daughter appeared sad recently when she came home from her school, the Pentucket Workshop Preschool in Georgetown, Massachusetts. When mother, Christine Hartwell, asked her daughter, why are you sad? Uh, Apparently, the little girl told her that she was upset because her teacher told her that she could not use the term best friend any longer. She'd been overheard referring to one of her classmates as her best friend and was told that was not an appropriate term. In a letter to the Hartwells, they said that the school officials had explained that in their experience, the use of the term best friend, even when used in a loving and positive way, can lead to some children feeling excluded. Hartwell called the ban outrageous She said that all children should be allowed to speak from the heart, hence why they are now looking for a new preschool. So what to make of this story? We are joined now by Julie Romanofsky, a children's behavior and discipline specialist. Julie, thanks so much for taking a few minutes with us this morning. Hi, good morning, Jill. Good morning. What's your take on that story? Oh, it's a classic case of taking things way too far and out of hand. And I agree with the mother 100%. I think it's absolutely ridiculous. However, I can see both sides, but we're talking about preschoolers. Everyone's a preschooler's best friend. (laughs) So, So if it was a negative comment, you know, vulgarity, we, you know, extreme exclusion of another child, I could understand. But we're talking about something positive, happy. And this is the age where they start making those social connections. To to have a best friend, I think that's wonderful. We should be celebrating that. Tomorrow or the, even later that day, it's probably going to be somebody or something else. So it is a classic case of extreme uh, over-exaggeration of something that should not be. Uh, and and obviously we don't have all of the details. Maybe there's there's more to the story. But I could see it right. if it was a scenario where somebody was maybe hug, holding somebody saying, she's my best friend, he's my best yes. friend, you're not, this person is. I can see that, but it doesn't seem yes. like that's the case here. It doesn't appear that way, but I agree with you. If that was the case, then we could step in as the adult, so the teacher, wh- whomever there. Um, a preschool teacher could step in and and correct that behavior or bring awareness to it. Hey, hey little Sally, I see that you know you're you're hogging these three friends and excluding that one. Um, you know that's unkind. That's unfriendly. How else could we have said that? What else could we do? That's the role of the teacher. But to just slam the child down uh, and say no, you can't say that. It, it is hard to understand as an adult. I can't imagine a preschooler, so at ages three to five, what she must be processing about that. 
Because even as adults, we have best friends. We joke about our besties. Mm. I have my, my best friend from high school. I still refer to her as my best yes. friend. Aren't we conditioned from a very young age? We are, we are, we connect and click with some people more than others and, and we form these beautiful friendships. It, it is all about connection. And again, it's still dependent on how you say it. But if it's positive and loving and coming from the heart, same words that parent used, then yes, that's to be celebrated. Um, and accept it. We're nitpicking now about certain words because maybe that preschool had an incident where somebody did exclude or there was one child that every day excluded a bunch of other children. But to have it banned it is extreme in my opinion, coming from 20 years plus of being in the early child education field. It's too extreme. And another thing to add, it wasn't in the handbook that the parent had. So to have the parent sort of, you know, rebuked that way, I found too to be quite unfair. And, and is there a concern too? Here's a little girl that came home quite sad. What about, and I get it, perhaps the teacher was taking on and trying to protect if somebody felt excluded. But what about this little girl who's now been told you can't have a best friend? Is that not exclusion right there? Right. <laughs> so very contradictory. Uh, yes, uh, that's why I feel quite uh, quite a lot of passion behind this topic. Uh, again, coming from that field, and uh, it feels very inappropriate. It could have been dealt with many, many other positive ways. Like I said, have a circle time <laughs> about how we should maybe refer to people or friends that's positive if they're really bothered by it. But to, to slam the parent with this ban against and then slam it down onto the child, you can't say that, seems very, very harsh. Have we moved into an area where uh, too much to the side of we want everybody to get along, you need to be everybody's mm. best friend? Because it doesn't, that just doesn't really seem to be how life works. That's not, yeah, that, that's not what the norm is. I'm, I'm very much pro-inclusivity, inclusion of children within the classroom. I come from a specialist background that's a huge part of it. Absolutely inclusive is number one. But does that mean we're all supposed to be the same. We're all supposed to um, be, be uh, you know, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? N- you know, not individuals is what I'm getting at. It's like, no, we still need to celebrate who we are as, as that individual, especially with children. That, that's the whole point at this age, is for them to recognize who they are, how do they fit in this world. Inclusive, yes. The same as everybody else, No. There's a fine line there. But yeah, I agree with you. I think we're going a little bit too far uh, with that particular lesson. Yeah. yeah. So what do you think? What do we take away from this other than knowing that it's going a little bit too far? But uh, and being inclusive, I mean, it seems like these are things that we should that should be commonplace anyway. Well, I think everybody probably will have to cool their jets a little (laughs) bit first. (laughs) Give it a few days. Uh, I'm sure a lot of people uh, are, are very, you know, bothered by this particular topic. But yeah, after what the takeaway is, is really for parents at home with their children to really highlight the number one thing here, which is always connection. You want to be connected with your children to teach and model to them what that means so they can do that to other people. Um, You also want to maybe have a light conversation about who's your friends at school. What do you do? Is there someone you like, someone you don't like? There's no problem having discussions with children. 
uh, about these topics. You can offer some advice or what you like, but allowing the child to speak and, and share their feelings and interpretations and perception of things is key as well. So remain connected to your children. Uh, talk about that. Have discussions about feelings as well as friendships and people you love or, or maybe things that bother you or, you know, all of that. Take that away. Uh, we don't want to focus too much on that particular preschool and what their uh, policies are. We want to still really celebrate our children, and that's what matters most. All right, Julie, we'll leave it there. Thank you so much for joining Thank us you, today. Jill. You've been listening to a 980 CKNW podcast. Listen live at cknw.com, the Radio Player Canada app, Tune in Amazon Alexa, HD Radio at 101.1 FM HD2, and on the AM dial, 980 CKNW.